doing the very best that we can. Nobody wakes up every, any morning and says, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to hurt that person. I'm going to plot it. I'm going to plan it. And I'm going to hurt them. When we hurt people, we hurt them because in that moment, in that situation, in that circumstance, my toolbox didn't have in it what the situation required. So maybe the situation required patience, but my toolbox didn't have patience. Because in my life up to that point, my sanskaras, my history, my family, my childhood, my whatever it may be. Because we all develop toolboxes of how we move through the world. What we have in order to be able to address the situations that the world gives us. Do we have patience? Do we have compassion? Do we have forgiveness? Do we have courage? Do we have strength? Do we have truthfulness? And if the situation that arises is one for which I don't have a tool, I'm going to do the best I can with the tools I have, but a lot of times it's not very skillful. You know, if you see a nail sticking out of a wall, but you don't have a hammer, and all you've got is a toothbrush, you're going to whack the hammer unskillfully. And if, you, and if you are that nail, sorry, you're going to whack the nail unskillfully. And if you are that nail, and you know that what you needed was a hammer, you're going to wonder, why? Why is this toothbrush whacking me all over the place and making me go sideways and shoving me into the wall and on my back? And in the same way in our lives, a lot of times, instead of having patience, instead of having compassion, instead of having understanding, what we've got is fear. What we've got is impatience. What we've got is anger. What we've got is confusion. What we've got is longing. What we've got is sadness. What we've got is a grudge. And those become the things that we use to navigate our way through the world. And we hurt people. And this, by the way, of course, is the same reason people hurt us. And so the, the teaching on guilt begins very similarly to the teaching on forgiveness. It's the awareness that we're all doing our best. Now, if it's you who has done it, the first piece is to understand that you're not a bad person, presumably. You didn't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to hurt that person. That in you, there was fear, there was confusion, there was desire, there was ignorance, there was longing. There was darkness. When we talk about light, In the Indian spiritual tradition, the, the light that we talk about is a light of wisdom, a light of truth that burns through a darkness of ignorance. It's not a darkness of the darkness of the self. 
The darkness is a darkness of ignorance. So I was ignorant in that moment. I didn't have the wisdom to give that situation what it required. Okay. So you forgive yourself. But we also have injured others in the world. There's a beautiful story of a kid who had a horrible temper tantrum. And his father tried to calm him down and explain to him not to have temper tantrums. And the kid just kept having temper tantrums after temper tantrums. And finally, the father said, okay. He said, from now on, every time you get angry, every time you throw a temper tantrum, after that, you've got to go out and hammer a nail into the wooden fence in our backyard. And so this kid went out every day, sometimes several times a day, and he ended up having to hammer nails into the wooden fence every time he got angry, every time he lost his temper. And at the end of the month, the father said to him, okay, now go out there and pull all the nails out of the wooden fence. And he did. And the father said, now look at the fence. And of course the fence was full of holes, badly weakened. And his father said to him, you know, you get over your anger. You have a temper tantrum, you think you're done with it, the world should move on. But you look at those holes that your nails have left in that fence. Even after you've pulled it out, that fence will never be the same. And the people in the world you are hurting may never be the same. That which you're doing in your anger is like driving nails into that fence. And so we have to also realize but there are amends to be made. If I've hurt someone, even though I know I didn't do it purposely, I know that I didn't do it out of malice, I know that I didn't wake up in the morning and say, I know I'm gonna hurt that person. Yes, it was out of ignorance. The big umbrella of ignorance, it includes my ego and it includes my fears and it includes my desires and it includes my attachments and expectations and my grudges and my separation and all of that. In that ignorance, I have hurt someone. So I have to forgive myself, but I also have to make amends to whatever extent I'm able. We can't always do it, sadly. But we want to make sure that we're not doing the equivalent of going out and committing sins and then thinking, well, I'll just have a bath in Ganga and, you know, make it all better. I actually was somewhere abroad in a, an event, a function, and one of the the other people from India when we were there, the meal meal came and there were some some non-vegetarian desserts. And we're obviously all very strict vegetarians. And there were some desserts that were non-vegetarian that had eggs in them. 
And he said, oh, well, that's okay. I'll, I'll just have one and go back and have a bath in Ganga when I get back to India. And I mention that because this isn't the way that we use grace. So as you've hurt someone, we make amends, we learn, and we forgive ourselves, not in a sense of, okay, done, had my bath in Ganga, I'm absolved, now I'll go out and do it again. But in a way in which I realize, look where my ignorance is taking me. Look what's happening. Look what's happening from the darkness in my life that I don't want to let go of. Because that light is always there. It's always there. The possibility of bringing light to your darkness is always there. The sun is always shining. But if we're going to sit metaphorically in our room with the curtains drawn, because we're attached to our darkness. I remember when I first, first met Pooja Swamiji, we were talking about I have a background in psychology, and so I was talking something about psychology and history and people's things, and he said to me, you know, he said, you people in the West, he said, you sit around in a dark room and you talk about how long it's been dark and what the darkness feels like and how you feel sitting in that darkness and why it's dark and what the molecules of darkness are made of and how long it's been dark and all of that. And he said, but you're still in the dark. And he said, here in India, we go like this around the walls looking for a light switch. And so I share that with you because when we are living in guilt for things that we've done to ourselves, to others, to the world, due to that darkness of ignorance we live in, that fear, that ego, that separation, that attachment to the body, that attachment to my histories and my identities and whatever it may be. It can get kind of seductive. And we tend to get very attached to it. And so, yeah, this is what I do. I've hurt people. I keep hurting people. Therefore, I don't, I don't deserve love. I'm afraid of love. Because I have this darkness, I don't deserve grace. I don't deserve goodness because I have this darkness. And it's really important that we give up our addiction to our darkness. And guilt, in many ways, is our way of holding on to our darkness. It's the guilt that always reminds you. You're bad. You're wrong. You're hurtful. You're ignorant. You're this. You're that. And the guilt just builds this identity around us. And this is why it's so important to let go. So important to forgive. Not in a casual way, but in a way that absolutely commits ourselves 
to bringing in the light so that we don't do it again. To forgive what we've done. Pooja Swamiji always says, God never opens your old files. You go for any job, they're going to you know, look at your files. Where have you been? What have you done? Where are your references? He always says, God never opens your old files. So we go to God. In any name, any form, whatever religion you come from, it doesn't matter. Any, any concept of the divine. And we surrender. Whatever the darkness was that made us do it. And then, from a place of light, not darkness, not I'm a bad person, that's why I'm making amends, I'm coming back, I'm on my hands and knees, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry, I'm such a horrible person, I've hurt you. No. From a place of light, a place of awareness that I'm full, but in that, in that moment, there was a tool that the situation required I didn't have. I responded in ignorance. It was wrong. Whatever we need to do to make it better, we do. And we move on in freedom. Because ultimately, freedom is the highest goal. I mean, that's, that's why we're on a spiritual path. It's not enlightenment for enlightenment's sake, moksha for moksha's sake, peace for peace. It's, it's about freedom. Freedom from. The word moksha, literally freedom. Mukti, freedom. These are the, the definitions of the word. But it gets misunderstood as freedom from the body. I'll die, then I'll be free. No. You'll just get another body. The freedom comes in the body. But it's freedom from. the darkness of my mind. And so everything that I'm doing, and again, remember, the darkness is not badness, not evilness, darkness of just the ignorance, the mind that says you are your history, you are what has happened to you, you are where you've been, you are what you look like, you are what you can do, you are your emotions. That darkness, that's what keeps us stuck. Because that's, that's the fertile ground in which depression and misery and jealousy and competition and self-hatred and anger. I mean, all of the stuff that really is a vice on our hearts and our lives, it all grows in that fertile ground of this is you. Whatever has happened to you, wherever you've been, what you look like, how much money you make, what you've done, what's been done to you, that is you. That darkness of ignorance that the mind casts a veil over us. And that's what we have to be free from, which is why. It's why we forgive, others, and it's why we forgive ourselves. 
regardless of what we've done, regardless of what others have done to us. Because we deserve to be free. And because a grudge toward another being, anger toward another being, holding on to what someone else has done, keeps me from being free. And guilt over what I've done keeps me from being free. And it keeps me locked into this identity of you are what you did. I remember one time several years ago, Pooja Swamiji and I went to jail. Not taken there as criminals, but we went to, we went to visit. I should <laughs> rephrase that. We, we went to visit a jail. And give a talk to the prisoners. And Pooja Swamiji said something that was so, so beautiful and has stuck with me all of these years. He said to them, he said, your crime, you're in here identified by your crime. You identify yourself as your crime. He said, but your crime is this much. You are this much. And he said, stop identifying as that much and start identifying as this much. So fortunately, you're not in jail. You're free in the body, but you're in jail in the mind. Allow yourself to get out of the jail of your mind by realizing whatever you've done is this much. You are this much. Do what you can do to make amends. Do what you can do to make sure that you never do it again by bringing in the light. By exposing that within you, the anger, the pain, the longing, the fear, the confusion that caused you to do that. Expose that to the light so it can be healed. And then move on into your freedom. And make sure that all you do is spread love to yourself and to all.